Hey, this is Madeline Jower with the Travel Business Owners Podcast that helps travelpreneurs grow their own travel business. If you want to make six figures planning custom bucket list trips for travelers and you know a locale or destination like the back of your hand, listen to this podcast. We'll show you how to turn your knowledge into money. Our guests include successful travel business owners who talk about how they've been able to succeed, as well as business experts and advisors who can help you grow your business as a travel planner. If you're curious about whether our lessons will help you, visit us at travelbeyondtheobvious.com and check out the free samples from every one of our training videos. Today we're talking with Betsy Ball, one of our first graduates and the owner of Euro Travel Coach, a successful travel planning company that sets up custom trips to most of Europe. Hi, Betsy. Hi, Madeline. I'm glad to be here. Yeah, thank you for making the time. Um, I wanted to talk to you about your owner, being an owner of a travel business and how you started Euro Travel Coach and we'll get into some fun travel stories. Um, but why don't you start by telling us a little bit about your background, your professional background and what you did before you started Euro Travel Coach? Sure, I'll be glad to. Um, I taught international business at Tarleton State University in Stephenville, Texas for 15 years. And my husband had been teaching there for 27 years. He taught music. And we surprisingly found out that we could retire from the university a little earlier than expected. And so we decided to do that because we love to travel and um, knew that we wanted to uh, do something new. We had been in Texas for a long time and we uh, we're ready for the for the next uh, phase of our lives and our career. Um, when I was teaching at the university, I took a lot of students abroad. So I took I took students to Ireland, to Spain, Australia, Canada, and that was one of the most rewarding parts of my experience as a professor at the university was to take those students and expose them to new cultures and give them an opportunity to see the world. And uh, I have always, always loved so much traveling with my family and I plan many, many a trip. And people have been telling me for a really long time that I should start a travel company. And so when we decided to retire from teaching, it was sort of a natural transition. So um, I figured it out from there <laughs> and mm -hmm. just kind of started um, looking at what could I do uh, to help other people travel uh, specifically to Europe and how could I make a living doing that. And that might be, when did you, when did you, you found me, I think, is that when I you found did. me? I did. That's exactly when I found you because I was looking for other companies that were were already doing it, um, and I wanted to sort of model myself after those successful business models. So, I mean, I taught business, have a really good business background. It's just, uh, and I know a lot of really great entrepreneurs, but this was sort of my first attempt at at doing something on my own like this. Um, so, I wanted to see what other people were doing, and I did. I found you, <laughs> and I was super impressed. And um, there was an article that you wrote. Uh, 
a blog for TBEX, I believe. Yep. And I found that article about um, being a travel planner and charging fees in order to help people plan great trips and create great itineraries. And it's like, okay, I, I, I think I can do that. And so um, sort of took it from there. You were very generous to um, help me figure that out. Well, as you know, I'm so excited um, when people, I want to help people be successful in this business. I think that uh, fee-for-service custom travel planning is a huge opportunity. And a lot of people just don't know that it, like our customers don't know that it exists. You know, our potential customers are like, wait a minute, that's a thing. Who else does what you do for other countries? You know, exactly. I I get that a lot. I get that a lot from uh, people who find me and they, they, they think it's going to be like a, the, the, the travel, the business model that we expect from a travel agent where they are, earning their living through commissions. And this is, this is a different thing because we can be so custom and so specific to the, to the guest. We're not limited to a portfolio that we're going to be able to make money from. We can do whatever is going to be best for the client. It's great. Yeah. People really appreciate it. Yeah. So let's um, kind of paint the picture of your world a little bit. Tell us a couple of fun stories about, um, you know, what, let's start with, so what was the best trip that you ever ran or one of your favorites? So um, we create custom itineraries, but we also lead small group trips. So we have a couple different revenue streams. So which one do you want me to tell you about? Um, you pick. I mean, maybe a trip that you were on, one that, yeah, okay. one that you led. Um, we uh, developed uh, an itinerary for Tuscany. And um, we decided that we wanted to travel with a very um, limited number of people. So we invited 10 guests to come and stay at a villa outside of Montepulciano with us. And these were all folks who love food, love wine, were just completely romanced by Italy and um, it was just so great to, to have us all together in this one place um, and we, it was a re- it was a really really great trip because we tried very hard to combine um, opportunities to go to different towns and meet with local guides and um, have a tour of the city. We went to Assisi and, and uh, Marco was just a fantastic guide there. He uh, showed us all over Assisi, told us about the, the history and the buildings and, and the churches and I mean the food and he was just fantastic. And then he also took us to Orvieto where he, he did the same. He, he liked Orvieto even better than Assisi. And then we had um, another guide in Siena, but we also, our daughter, who is also part of our company, um, she studied hospitality uh, in university. And <clears throat> when she graduated, she won a scholarship to go on a on a wine tour. Her focus was beverage management. And so this wine tour, she she got to travel for six weeks to California, France, and Italy and visit wineries during harvest. Wow. Yeah, I know. We were totally jealous. We were totally jealous. Still are jealous, actually. Yeah. 
but she developed these relationships with these wineries. So it was fantastic because we got to go to Sylvia Nardi, which is a beautiful uh, Brunello producer. And she, she, when she was there, she got to stay overnight there, but we went and we had a beautiful luncheon on their, on their, <laughs> on their porch, basically overlooking the vineyard. And they just, because they knew Chelsea and had a relationship, I mean, they just treated us beautifully. And that was just amazing. Oh, fantastic. Oh, it was really great. Yeah. <laughs> amazing. Um, so, and then uh, t tell us uh, which destinations, I know you do Europe, how many countries and how many destinations do you guys do? Well, this was interesting because when we started, I had the most experience in Italy, France, and Ireland. And mm -hmm. so I, in trying to learn how to create this business, you know, probably the biggest challenge I had was and still is the website and learning about search engine optimization and trying to make that, trying to help people find me on Google. Well, so what I read was that the riches are in the niches. You're supposed to have a very niche kind of a business so that people can find you and you're not always competing against TripAdvisor and <clears throat> all the other big guns out there. Um, so I was trying to focus on Italy, France, and Ireland, because that's where I had the most experience. But our first itinerary was for Austria. Somebody asked me if I could create an itinerary for Austria. And I talked to them about what they wanted. And I, and I, I have certainly traveled in Austria. I just don't have as much experience as I do elsewhere. But we, we made a great trip for them. I mean, it was just uh, they wanted to go to Salzburg. They wanted to um, go to Vienna. They, they just wanted to experience some of the thing, same things that we had experienced there. And so we built a great trip for them. And so after that, another, another request was someone who took a cruise uh, from Basel to Amsterdam and they wanted to spend some time in Switzerland and then some time in Amsterdam on either end of their cruise. And they asked, could we create itineraries for them for before and after their cruise? And I mean, we, we could, we, we knew Zurich, we, we, we knew, we knew Amsterdam. So we said, absolutely, we can do that. So, I mean, these different opportunities came up that weren't in the places that we thought they would be, but we could still do it. And so, then it becomes, well, you know, we, we can do that. We can create fantastic trips for people um, in lots of different places in Europe. And, and the last three years since we retired, we've been traveling nine months of the year in Europe. So we continue to learn more and more about all these destinations and exploring new places for our clients so that we can help them travel to, you know, we like non-touristy things. We like touristy things, but it's great to go to places that are not quite so heavily trafficked. And mm -hmm. so we're exploring those places, present it for our clients. So it's been really good. So is there, there, we haven't been asked to create an itinerary for a place that we haven't been able to do a good job for. So does that make mm -hmm. sense? <laughs> Absolutely. Well, and I think, um, you know, you've hit upon a couple of really important points there. Um, and I love this thing. What did you say? The riches are in the niches. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> yeah. Cause in, in, 
you know, in our travel beyond the obvious course that you've participated in, we do talk about being a destination expert and, you know, exactly what you said about showcasing your expertise through SEO and having customers find you because they're looking for information about a specific niche. And Europe can be a niche. And as you said, um, you know, you're catering to play, you're delivering what the customer wants and you're doing it based on places you've been. Um, why don't you talk a little bit of, actually about your lifestyle? Because I know you guys, yeah, as you say, you're traveling nine months. Um, you've shared this a little bit with me, but tell tell everyone how you managed to travel for nine months and what your approach has been. Sure. Well, when we, when we decided to do this, um, I mean, I knew that we wouldn't be able to just afford to stay any place we wanted to any time we wanted to. That's we taught at the university, you know, we, we don't have an unlimited budget. Um, but we explored different options and found um, that you can participate in something called work away or woofing. Uh, woofing is worldwide opportunities on organic farms. And our real goal was we, because we were teaching at a university, um, we we really really wanted to participate in a harvest we wanted to pick grapes during a harvest and we absolutely love the piedmont area in italy we love barolo wine and we were very specific and wanted to pick grapes in piedmont and um we had never been able to participate in a harvest because we were always teaching but we have learned a lot about wine we have certifications in wine we've studied wine we've We've had a lot of wine to drink, <laughs> and um, we really wanted to pick grapes. And so we looked into wine and found um, an organic winery in Doliani uh, in, the, in the Piedmont region. And we went there for a month, our first year of travel, and picked grapes. And then because it's a farm, once the grapes are picked and they're pressed and they're fermenting, then there are other things to do around the farm. So we did everything from stacking wood to cracking nuts to baking bread to picking grape leaves to planting planting vines, anything that was needed on the farm. Um, so that's where it sort of started. And then in order to continue that, we also have done work away, which is quite similar, but it's not necessarily uh on uh, an organic farm like mm -hmm. woofing is it can be anything we have renovated kitchens we have um we we renovated we have my husband helped renovate a kitchen in the lake district in england and my job there was to scrape paint off of a fireplace which actually was very rewarding it took me four days but i finally got most of it off it was great oh, um, amazing. <laughs> and um let's see we we worked uh on a lovely uh, uh a piece of land it wasn't exactly a farm but some folks had a bed and breakfast and um uh some pretty some beautiful land by a river near kilkenny in ireland and we pulled up a chicken coop and uh, did some painting and just basically anything that they needed us to do. We even um, worked at a thatched cottage in the New Forest in England. And this was a really interesting place. There was a bed and breakfast and they served tea, but they also had a gin bar. So 
Greg and I ended up working the gin bar and it was awesome. They had As, like the bartender. Yes. <laughs> oh, amazing. And so they just, people just post things that they need. And if you have the skills, you just apply and you get room and board or you get room in exchange for work or. Every single one is different, but the, but yeah, basically the setup is room and board and you, the the typical setup is you're expected to work uh, five hours a day, four or five hours a day, four or five days a week, about 20 hours, 20 to 25 hours a week. And then you get room and board for that. And then the rest of the time is your own. But you get to meet people that you would mm -hmm. never meet otherwise. And you get to you get to stay in places that um, are way off the beaten track. Like when we were in Ireland, my husband's a musician and we got to go to I, traditional Irish music sessions with the woman who owned this place. And oh, she, it was incredible. It was incredible. We never would have gone there in a million years. And it was just amazing. There were fantastic musicians. That we, anyway, we just loved it. It was great. So you're working five hours a day. And some of this sounds like backbreaking work. Like you, it sounds like you have to be in decent shape to do this. It's not just like, you know. <laughs> It depends on the job. It depends on the job. Some some of it, like pulling up the chicken coop, that was kind of that was kind of uh, physical, but it was good. You're outside and it's yeah, beautiful and yeah, it's good. That's true. And then with the rest of the time, you're building your travel business. That's exactly right. Yeah, and the accommodations are different in each place. Um, sometimes you have, you know, we're we're older. <laughs> we're in our fifties, and I'm I. I don't know. I do have certain things that I look for when I'm looking for one of these uh, positions, I guess you could call it. You're, you're volunteering, but I like to have my own room. I don't have to have my own bathroom, but I like to have, I like it if we can share our rooms. But sometimes in Ireland, we had our own little cottage with a kitchen and everything. Oh, um, amazing. Yeah. And are you, is your daughter coming with you as well for these? Not for these. When we lead our small group trips, she comes and then she also does all, she writes blogs for us. She helps me with all of the bookings and with all of the itinerary planning. And she's really great for that. Oh, that's incredible. What a great way to, um, you know, because we, we do talk about in the course that um, it takes a while to set up a business like this. You know, it's, it's, it, you've got to lay the foundation. It's an online business, right? So you've got yes. to have a presence online so that when people Google you, they find something. You've got to learn about SEO and create content, which might not be indexed for a few months. You've got to think about your customer and your fees and your services. And it's not something that you just put up overnight and you start getting, um, you start getting customers. So it's amazing to have to do it kind of slowly and consistently while you're also having experiences that then, as you said, allow you to plan even more destinations for your customers. So exactly. it's kind of, kind of the ideal approach. Uh, we, we have really enjoyed it. I want to mention one more uh, thing that we've done to extend our travel budget too, because we really enjoy uh, watching people's homes and their pets. So there is a website called Trusted House Sitters. And there are other websites out there, but that's the one that we have used. And these are people who need someone to come into their home and take care of their dog or their cat or their chickens mm -hmm. or <laughs> whatever they may have and their home while they're away. 
So we've had some fantastic experiences doing that. We stayed in a converted convent. Uh, a family went to France skiing, and this converted convent was about an hour south of London. And we were we were there for three weeks, walking their dogs every day. They let us use their national trust passes so we could go visit the parks in the area. They let us use their car. They can't always do that, but they were able to put us on their insurance. So they let us use their car. We stayed in their home and it was just amazing. Incredible. And how many dogs were you looking after? That was two. I think the most we've ever done is two. Oh, that's totally doable. It's not like you're taking over a farm. No, 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 no. I mean, some of them are, but that probably wouldn't be the best fit for us. Right. Right, right. Oh, what that's amazing. I mean, you're kind of the ideal um, person to do this travel business because you've got the passion. But as we know, passion is not enough. Right. Um, you've got the experience. You've got the flexibility. You've got the skills. Um, and as you said, you have a very strong business background, which is super important. Um, and um you know, you, you're solving people's problems. So um, exactly. I- and I find we I find that we have two sets of customers for the most part. Uh, one set of customers, they are folks who are very time poor. So they mm-hmm. um, they love to travel. They know where they want to go, but they just don't have time to spend planning a trip because planning a trip, as we know, takes a lot of hours and a lot of research. And if you're uh, doing it on your own, it's just, it's going to take a long, long time. So those folks who are time poor, but they have some money that they can pay someone else to do the job for them. That's one set of customer. The other set of customers that we have, I think um, we have some of these folks because of our study abroad experiences when we were teaching at the university. Um, Some folks, have never traveled to Europe and they they just don't really know where to start and mm-hmm. I mean I I love those folks I can help them I can I mean they're they might have traveled a lot in the US or in Canada it's not that they've never traveled before they don't know what they're doing but they're just not quite sure how do I manage the language can I really take a train you know you know yep. what kind what kinds of things do I need to be sure to see when I'm in Salzburg what you know, mm-hmm. and so we can sort all of that out for them and make it super easy and then they don't have to be intimidated by um, going someplace that they, you know, it's not, it's not quite in their comfort zone. We can, we can help them be more comfortable so that they can have an amazing experience. Mm-hmm. And people tend to get tripped up or, or intimidated by the little things too, like a different currency or, you know, a, a big time difference, you know, a three hour time difference in the U S is not a big deal. And people might be used to that, but then they go to Europe or wherever and it's, you know, eight hours, nine hours, 12 hours. And right. you really have to accommodate for that. You can't just like land and hit the ground running. <laughs> right. Right. And that's exactly right. And we can, we can prepare them for that. So it's, it's, it's been a lot of fun. Um, as I said, we love taking students abroad and that was amazing, but this is really fun to help people travel who don't have to have that academic portion attached to it. They're just there to really experience it and have a good time. We don't have to, you know, have an exam at the end of the day. It's great. Right, right, right. <laughs> <laughs> Bonus. Right. Um, 
So do you have any advice to anyone who wants to start their own travel business? Maybe they're in the same boat as you where they're, they were kind of doing it anyway. They have the passion. Um, what advice would you have to someone who might want to get into the travel industry? I would say um, learn about the website and how to create it in a way that is going to be appealing to people who are going to find you. I, I think for, for me, that's been the biggest challenge. And um, I mean, it takes it takes some time to get to this point. Um, I'm I'm not one to spend a lot of money initially on something. I tried to do as much as I possibly could. I did as much DIY as I possibly could. But at a certain point, if you can hire an expert to help you, it can make a really big difference. Because I hired an SEO expert, and that has made a big difference in our ability to attract people to our site. And, and, and I took your course, which was amazing because it gave me um, – processes. I was already doing some things, but I didn't have a process. And so having that process has made me much, much more efficient. And I was not even aware of the, all the tools that are available. Uh, you know, I, I had no frame of reference for what would be the best tool to use, what would be the best <clears throat> investment uh, mm -hmm. in a tool. And so having, having a, an itinerary planner has been made a world using access as an itinerary planner for our clients has made a world of difference in our ability to put together our itineraries and then share it with our client. And I don't know that I would ever would have found that if, if it hadn't been for your course. So I mean, it's been great. <laughs> good, good. Yeah. I'm thrilled that you've, uh, you've had a positive experience with the course. My goal is to make people successful in this new industry and the, the course is the way I'm trying to do that. But, um, you know, I, I find it's like what you said about um, working efficiently and using the tools. It's kind of like new level, new devil type thing, you know, like, <laughs> right. Like it doesn't yes. matter when, in, until you have lots of clients, you don't, you, when you start, you're like, well, I have everything in my head. I don't need these tools, just exactly. checklists and processes. And then, and then you get to a point where you, do not have everything in your head and you cannot and you should not. And also you've got a lot of people doing this are solopreneurs and you've got this, the other people in your team. So you do actually need to know who's doing what and when and by when and how. And um, so you do need that system. And that's the, that, I think that's, the, I think that's the secret. I think it's the secret sauce is, is the system and the process, you know? I, I agree. I totally agree. And I'm, I am, um... I'm, I just don't want to drop any balls. I want to make sure mm -hmm. that I'm taking care of my clients every step of the way and having a system to follow helps me do that. It makes me much more comfortable in what I'm doing. So it's very helpful. So my, my, uh, the, what my advice would be when you, when, when you can, if there's something that uh, you either don't like or maybe it's not your strength, if you can hire someone to help you do it, then that can be a very good investment. Mm -hmm. Thank you. Um, is there anything else you'd like to add before we say uh, chat? <laughs> <laughs> um, anything else I would like to add? I just love sharing different cultures with different people because I think as we understand the world, we can all 
get along better. And I think that's a good thing. So I'm thrilled to be able to do that for some people. (laughs) 100% less us versus them. I 100% am with you on that one. (laughs) Well, uh, Betsy, this has been so fun. Thank you so much for being our very first guest on the Travel Business Owners Podcast. Thank you so much. appreciate it. And we will catch up soon in the the Travel Beyond the Obvious uh, Facebook group. Perfect. I love it. Thank you, Madeline. Okay. Thank you. (laughs) Bye. Bye Bye-bye. Ciao. Thanks for listening to the Travel Business Owners Podcast. We really appreciate your support. You can find links to anything we mentioned during the podcast in the notes below. And we've also linked our company, Travel Beyond the Obvious, as well. We have an eight-lesson course on how to start and build your own travel business with free samples from every lesson so you can see what they're like. And finally, please, if you liked this podcast, subscribe to our channel and give us feedback below about other topics you'd like us to cover in future episodes. Remember, our only mission is to make business owners like you wildly successful. Thank you again for listening.